Hey guys, welcome to Sinister Hauntings, an original podcast series. I am Kelly, your host. I hope you all have had a great week. Um, today is Friday that I'm recording, but when you guys hear this, you only have one more day until the weekend. And I am definitely in need of a relaxing weekend with no drinking. <laughs> um, as I'm drinking a White Claw tonight. <laughs> um, so every weekend in July was filled with lots of laughs, but also a lot of drinking. Um, we went up north to northern Grantsburg, Wisconsin. Um, basically hanging out with, um, close friends and family. It was, it was a lot of fun, but, uh, it was a lot and I can only handle so much. So anyways, today I'm going to be talking about Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, however, before I get into that story, I want to talk about how frustrated I was trying to get my first episode up and running. So I had the first episode recorded for the most part the same day I posted about starting this journey on my Instagram page, my uh, podcast Instagram page. So a few things that happened was a, the recording feature I use only has the recording option that I've found. And I honestly thought it would have an editing feature as well, but whatever, it's fine. I figured it out. B I was waiting for, a 8 gig RAM card to be delivered because my computer only came with a 4 gig RAM card and was really slow before I got the 8 gig RAM card and I couldn't have that for doing this podcast and school. See, after my 8 gig RAM card was in my computer, I thought, great, I can get going. Mind you, this was last Monday. Uh, so August 1st, because by the time this one is, this podcast is released, it'll be two weeks from that point, a little over two weeks, uh, from that point. And I was wrong. Um, I had to find an audio editing, editing feature in an RSS feed to be able to post to Spotify and Apple podcasts. Uh, which I had no idea, so it was a learning process along the, along the way. Ugh, I have a hard time um, saying certain words, apparently. <laughs> um, so needless to say, I was really, really frustrated. But now I kind of know a little bit more on how to make and edit a podcast and the audio. Uh, Hopefully, I won't have so much issues, issue with getting this uh, episode to get going. Uh, I could be a pro at that time. No, but seriously. So, we are going to jump right into it. So, most of us know what happened in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, but... I will go over a little of what happened and when it was so we can get into the stuff that you are all here for. The Battle of Gettysburg was from July 1st to July 3rd, 1863. 
This was the bloodiest battle that had over 51,000 casualties over three long days. Because of this battle, it was the turning point of the Civil War. Just thinking about this, there were probably not very many proper burials for these soldiers, so I'm sure you can imagine this area is a very active paranormal hotspot. So, we'll get into the areas that have a paranormal activity. So one area, the Daniel Lady Farm, is known to be a hotspot of paranormal activity still to this day. The farm was used as a makeshift hospital for the Confederate soldiers. The farm had seen many amputations, chest wounds, and even death. The soldiers basically went there to die after the battle. Some recovered, but not many. Forensic researchers from New York have confirmed and verified that there are blood stains all over the farm and even on the walls and floors of the farmhouse itself. When I was looking at photos of the farmhouse, uh, there you can see there's dark spots on the floors, and I'll post to my Instagram page. Uh, but they're, they're dark spots on the wooden floors. And, you know, back then they used, you know, real wood. Not that they don't do that today, but it was, they didn't have um, super fancy staining stuff back then, I don't believe. Um, maybe that did, but uh, they didn't have anything to protect the wood. So they're still, like, you can see it. And I'll post on my Instagram page. So... Investigators say that General Isaac Ewell, or Ewell, not sure if that's how you pronounce it, but him and his Confederate troops still haunt the area to this day. There have been reports of gunshots, screams, cries for help, and shadows. There were reports of sounds of activity in the fields, behind the house, and, oh, I don't know what I did with the script. And so you can hear there, I mean, if you were to go there, you might hear it, but some people have said you could hear horses and then also men marching in gunfire and cannons being shot off, which would be kind of, that'd be interesting to hear, but at the same time, it'd be a little creepy. Um, Another active area of paranormal is the famous Gettysburg Hotel. The hotel has been around since 1797 with updates along the way, of course, in the center of Lincoln Square and is just a couple blocks away from the infamous battlefield. Uh, Soldiers who were injured during this battle were actually brought to the hotel for medical treatment since it was used Oh, this was also used as a makeshift hospital for wounded and dying soldiers. There have been many reports of a slim woman named Rachel. Uh, The origin of her name is unknown. I think people have, from what I've read, people have just named her Rachel. They thought maybe it was a good name. Um, I didn't really uh, research into if people used a 
EVP, which I'll explain more what that is later on. But I don't know if anyone has gotten her name over at EVP. So investigators believe she was a nurse during that era, <clears throat> roaming the halls, looking like she is searching for soldiers that were wounded to tend to. And she likes to hang out in your room and go through your drawers and throw things out. I I added on to that. Um, but I guess I did not. Anyways, another report of paranormal activity is in the hospital's ballroom. Hospital? Wow. No, hotel. <laughs> the hotel's ballroom, where there is a woman and a man, believed to be a soldier, dancing. Uh, another report from a former employee of the hotel claimed that while in the basement late one even evening, he heard a set of footsteps behind him. He looked back in time to see a simple dining cart that was used for hauling dinnerware glasses. It began rolling on the flat surface. It traveled an estimated 12 feet before turning completely around and coming to a total stop. That would be creepy, honestly. Um, so another area of paranormal activity which would be another famous area uh it's the actual battlefield of gettysburg where most of the battle took place it's said to be one of pennsylvania's most haunted locations the entirety of the battlefield is drenched in blood which makes sense i mean there are a lot of you know soldiers dying uh and over 51,000, you know, casualties. I mean, it's going to be drenched in blood. All across the battlefield, there have been reports of malfunctioning electronics, apparitions, uh, ghoulish sounds, drum beats, and disembodied voices. Some of the most haunted spots on the battlefield include Devil's Den, which is the name given to a rocky ridge covered in large boulders south of Gettysburg. Some other areas that have had paranormal activity are Devil's Den, like I just mentioned, Cashtown Inn, Voladary Inn, Saks Bridge, and T the Tilly Pierce House Inn, to name a few. Because the battle took place in a big area, there are lost souls throughout this area. So it sounds like this area of Pennsylvania is really, really haunted, which makes sense. I would love to go visit and see the area for its history, but I would definitely be nervous experiencing paranormal, paranormal activity only because I'm freaked out that something's going to attach to me and come home. I know there's ways of trying to not have that happen but it still it can happen and it freaks me out and I don't want you know anything attaching to me so anyways so while I was looking for more information on more experiences people have had I found one source that talks about the old orphanage building but it's now an apartment complex there is a guy that lives 
in what used to be the Getty, Gettysburg Orphanage building named Tom Demko, who claims one night after about 10 p.m., him and another person went through a fog bank. And he's seen about a dozen soldiers marching with their muskets. They all had blank expressions on their faces. That's kind of creepy. Uh, when Tom Demko moved into the building, he had conversations through an EVP. And I mentioned that early earlier uh, with a ghost named Rosa J. Carmichael. So she took over the orphanage I read a little bit about. Um, and the things she did were ridiculous. Uh, she was pretty nice and didn't really bother Tom until he started asking her questions about what had happened to the children in the orphanage. Uh, then she kind of turned mean where she would slam doors and just other things, you know, spirits do. Uh, Tom Demko has had contact with spirits of the children who were chained and tortured in the orphanage by Rosa. And Tom also, like I mentioned before, has had a conversation with Rosa through EVP. And I'm not sure why I had to repeat that, but he did. Uh, which if you don't know what an EVP is, it is a device used to communicate to the lost souls. It stands for Electronic Voice phenomenon oh my gosh so really that is all i had for this week um yeah you guys definitely should let me know if you've had any experience with the paranormal i have not yet uh honestly i'm scared of what would happen and I know those type of things they feed off of, and that's what scares me the most. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy how, like, things like that happen, you know. Um, so, yeah, hopefully I am able to get this up and rolling next Thursday. August. By the time you guys hear this, it should be. I gotta look at my calendar. It should be August 11th is when I plan on releasing this. So hopefully I don't have any complications this time around. That'd be great because it was super annoying and that was the main reason why I did not get it uploaded to any podcast until Thursday the 4th. Uh, it was, I just had so much, so many issues. It was kind of ridiculous. Uh, but yeah. And hopefully... I can find more um, information and have a longer podcast. This is the reason why I'm continuing to talk because um, I would like to have at least a 30 minute episode 
that's my goal is to try to get a 30 minute episode. Uh, last week it was about 15 minutes. Uh, this week will be a little bit longer, so that's good. Uh, so yeah. Uh, we will, well, not we, but me, I will, uh, have another episode. This is episode two. And, uh, thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening to Sinister Hauntings. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you would like to help support me, here are some ways you can do that. Leave me a five-star review or rating on wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that's on RSS Podcasts, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. This will help other horror fanatics find me. I would love to hear from you, so leave me a message or comment on my post on Instagram at Sinister Hauntings Podcast and follow me there. I also have a TikTok at Sinister Hauntings where you can interact with me there. If you are old school and want to email me, you certainly can at SinisterHauntings at gmail.com and let me know how I'm doing or complain, whichever your heart desires. I always appreciate hearing from everyone. I hope you all have a wonderful week and weekend. Tune in next week and thank you again for listening.